Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here. Uh, it's Elon Dale. It's uh, you know, part of the Talking Tesla Network. And it's uh, August and it's uh, Wednesday the 14th. What shall we talk about today? It's going to be a short one today because uh, there's a lot going on. A lot going on. That I've got to tell you. Have you seen the video of this young lady who took a Model 3 card? You know, the RFID card thing? Well, I guess in that there's a little tiny RFID chip, right? So what she did is that she melted the card down and you can go on YouTube and watch the video just sort of search Model 3 RFID card body piercing and she got this RFID card and she got it out it's for her Model 3 and then she went to one of these body piercing places and said hey shove that under my skin so on her forearm she had this implanted under her skin so now she can walk up to her car and unlock it and drive it by using her arm she has hacked her body with an RFID card. I don't suggest that you do this, but it is pretty cool and gives you sort of that picture of our cybernetic future, where this is the kind of thing that is going to go from the bizarre and why would you do that to yourself to the, oh yeah, sure, I've got a chip implanted in me and yeah, it unlocks my cap. Oh yeah, and it does Google searches for me. Oh yeah, and I got the cochlear implant so it can talk to me. Yeah. That stuff's coming. We're going to become cybernetic. Neuralink, okay, Neuralink itself may be way off in the future, but there's going to be steps before that. They're going to be pretty freaky, and this is pretty freaky. I don't think I've talked about uh, the Tesla Powerwalls in five minutes, so it's time to talk about them again. Yeah, that's right, ladies and boys and girls. I love the Powerwalls. I love the way it's linked with the solar array. I love the fact that the house runs off, uh, we're right now, 100% renewable energy and the cars because it's the middle of summer here. It's kind of a perfect time and we've got a pretty big array and uh, we've got three electric cars and we can do all of our driving and the house all based on solar, which is truly remarkable to me. Well, they've updated the app. So the Tesla app could be a lot better, but I've got to say it's pretty good the way it is right now, but they've updated to version 3.9 which allows you to do even more looking at where your energy is coming from. You know, visualizing, well, the solar panels are making 10 kilowatts and five are going to the grid and five are going into my batteries. Or we make them 10 kilowatts and it's all going into my home because I've got the cars plugged in. And it can show you how much you use for the day, how much solar energy you produced, how much battery energy you used and where it was used kind of thing, and how much grid energy you used. And now you can download that data and really play with it. And I'm sure some very smart people with their computer skills are going to uh, do some really interesting stuff with this uh, information. But it's really a significant improvement on what already was a pretty good app. And I'm sure will continue to get better all the time. Now, I should tell you that if you get solar and you get power walls and you get this app and you've got a little bit of obsessive compulsive disorder like, I don't know, me, for example, this can be a problem. I spend a long time on this app because what I'm trying to do is make it so that I'm using as much renewable energy as possible. So I don't want to draw from the grid. So what I want to do is I want to fill up the cars when it's most sunny so that I don't have to draw from the grid. I uh, want to sort of manage it at night so that I don't suck the battery down too quickly. And so I do a lot of the charging and stuff during the day and I'm always checking it. And, oh, we're making a lot of extra excess energy right now. Let me just go plug in the cars, even though they may be fairly full right now. I wouldn't normally plug them in, but I'll do that now. You can really, you know, spend a lot of time playing with this stuff. But it is 
kind of fun. And I can see in the future that you'd be able to do this sort of automatically as more and more people have electric cars and then multiple electric cars, you'll basically just let them plugged in and you'll tell the app, all right, when I'm making lots of solar energy, make sure that you top up all the cars and make the power wall full and then sell back to the grid. Um, because what you can do, for example, is that during the day you can forget to charge up the cars and the power wall gets full and then it sends all the energy to the grid. And then you get home late at night and you're like, oh, I've got to plug the car in or I forgot to plug the car in during the day. And then you can drain off your entire power wall into your cars and then still not have enough overnight and actually use grid power. So again, if you want to be obsessive about it, I'm like, I want to make all my own electrons, you have to manage it a bit. But in the future, you could have the app do it. I can see this coming there. Tell the app what parameters you want to use, how much you want to keep for you know, emergencies. And, and during the day, make sure that uh, all the cars start uh, getting charged and doing all this stuff. Very powerful. The possibilities here are enormous some people have been complaining like maybe this app should get smarter to the point where one gentleman was saying like i make a lot more energy than i need most of the time but then we had a couple of stormy days and for some reason the power wall uh, wasn't full and it could have managed that situation better and it could have sort of filled up the power walls the day before and reminded me hey fill up your car today while there's lots of sun out because the next two days it's going to be really cloudy and you're not going to make much energy and that would just require some sort of api with the local weather channel as it were so that you could manage it in that way so there's lots of potential here it's a lot of fun go check it out if you've got one i mean it's an obsessive compulsive dream now, you know, we talked a little while ago about the electric Mini. You know, the Mini, this beloved car that has been around forever now. I think BMW makes it now. And they came out with an electric version of the specs, and we we're all disappointed because it's going to have a range of just 150 miles. Well, that doesn't seem to have mattered to a lot of people because a lot of people, they want this car. Uh, we're told from electric that uh, there are 45,000 pre-orders for the new all-electric Mini Cooper SE. And I say this simply to note that people want electric cars. People want electric cars, not just Teslas. We're seeing this with Porsche. We're seeing this with Mini. We're seeing this with other people. When you have even a reasonably good electric car on a frame particularly that people know, like the, the Mini frame, people want these cars. And I think the manufacturers are starting to get their act together in terms of at least understanding that this is the powertrain of the future and that if you build it they will come or at least they should be getting that message because electric cars are awesome they're so much better than gas cars ladies and gentlemen boys and girls my name is Mel Herbert the show is Talking Tesla this is the Elon Daily part of that show and it's confusing but if you love the show if you like the show if you even think the show is above average give us a rating or review a patron you know help us out we want, to, uh, we want to expand. We want to do more. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to cover. And we'll speak at you like a Pikachu in the morrow.